Okay. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Andrew and... My name is Shola. Welcome to the podcast. It's our first ever one, so we're going to try it out and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So Shola, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, I mean, Sorry, that's a very general question. That is... very... Scared by that, to be yeah. honest with you. I think I'm scared myself. I'm riddled with fear right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what's been happening recently? Oscars happened recently. Uh-huh, Do you yeah, keep up yeah. to date with Oscars at all? Uh, I, I watched, I, I looked at who won, but I haven't watched the footage of it at all. How about you? <sighs> Do you know, the funny thing is, this is the only year where I happen to not keep into track of who was nominated. Mm-hmm. I only figured out who was nominated when the awards came out i know what you mean so, i this is the same for me actually i i need noticed who was nominated after i looked at who won exactly you know, yeah the list came up but i have seen quite a few films i saw joker right? i haven't seen joker i really yeah. want to see joker i saw it in the cinema with my girlfriend and it was like the opening weekend times and there was a group of people behind us and they were just talking the whole time P- oh really? it was horrible dude so because, you know, I'm a massive man child, my girlfriend had to go and tell the staff because I couldn't yeah. do it. No, but she went and told the staff and then the staff said, okay, if you guys keep it up, then you're going to have to go. And they're like, yeah, that's fine, sure. And they just kept laughing and talking really loud through the film. But um, they probably that's had like deep. a good half an hour in between where it was kind of quiet. And near the end, they were just talking so loud. Like they weren't even trying to keep it down. And then my girlfriend just turned around and went, could you guys just shut up? And like, it's not us. And she was like, Obviously, it's you. Everyone knows it's you. Just shut up. And they just kept going. And a couple of them were like meowing and stuff like that. Why go to the cinema? You I, just go ruin it for I don't know, man. It was, it was so annoying. It was so annoying. That being said, did you ever hear that story? I think it was on Broadway of a guy who. So they had the set. And then one of the sets, it was like kind of like a kitchen room. And they had a wall plug. And the guy went on stage to charge his phone. You're joking. Nah, he didn't. For real? <laughs> Come guy. on, man. That's fucking ridiculous. I know, man. He went on stage to charge his phone. I know. There's a kind of How like... desperate are you? I don't know, man. Or you just dare to take the piss? Dude, sometimes you just got to see who's liking those snaps, you know? Sometimes <laughs> I got to see my instant gratification. That's yeah. all I've got to say, man. The Instagrams. Yeah, here man. we go, boss. Go check it. You know, sometimes Twitter's popping up. You go exactly, check it out. Man, yeah. <laughs> but, but, your, but your phone's dead. It's real problematic. That's and, it. The, can you imagine being an actor on stage and you see some guy Come off the, come from the audience. Just step off and plug his phone into a fake like. I mean, suck it. That'd be crazy. Unless you're like, unless you're like, really done your preparation really good, you can only be in character and you know tell him to go away. But I think security took him off. You know, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. But obviously, it would have been cool for an actor, for us as actors, to hear that the actor stood up to the audience member and kind of did that. But of course, <laughs> somehow in character and somehow mm-hmm. just stuck to mm-hmm. it because that would throw anyone. Mm-hmm. That would throw anyone. Someone just hopping up on stage and plugging in their phone. You'd be like, well, well it's respect though, isn't it? Exactly. It's, it's, like, it's, come on, man. Yeah. We're getting a show here. It's a level of respect. It's like um, Benedict Cumberbatch when he did Hamlet. Mm-hmm. According to some people I've been talking to about it, when he did that and some shows, some people would be like just be such stands that they'd be calling to him and calling out to him like oh my god benedict i love you i love you i love you and then there'd be some people just always taking photos and stuff oh my days, and yeah. he, i think he lost it at one point he was like there's a camera there there's a camera there there's a camera there 
I would drive you insane. Yeah, you're just trying thing, to do like, your job. You're trying to do your job, and, and also someone like Hamlet, man, Hamlet's it's, it's a difficult role to play. Yeah, you really got to just get yourself in that zone and and really just and it's a beautiful script to play as well. Mm-hmm. So imagine you're really in the zone and just no one cares because it's just like oh my gosh, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. I'd be pissed off at that. I'd be like, come on, man, just just appreciate what I'm doing and not just not just the fact that I'm here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but people don't I'll care. take photos and, and sign stuff afterwards, but right now I'm doing a show. Please just appreciate it. <laughs> but that's like the celebrity thing, isn't it? I think people just want to feel like that they that you owe them something. Mm-hmm. I think certain people have a mentality that since you're famous and since I know you as this famous person, I have to put you on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson getting asked to have a selfie with one other dude and he said no and he didn't want to give a reason because I just don't want to mm-hmm. and the guy was bashing him on Twitter I don't go on Twitter but I've, neither I've, do I yeah but yeah. he was saying that you know he's bashing him on Twitter saying you know he's he's an asshole and he's like dude why is it so wrong of me to say no mm-hmm. you know I have as much right to say no as as much as you have to ask yeah isn't it? it's true that it's true sometimes you're not in the mood for it I understand yeah. that but people tend to like deify celebrities and really make like put them on a pedestal thing that like God likes. So when they come across them, is everyone just loses it, <laughs> and just it, it, it must be a hard way to live because that's your whole life is just everyone wants to be around you. And it's it's crazy. So I couldn't imagine that for my whole life. Mm. You know what I mean? Especially if something bad happens in your life, right? Mm-hmm. People care. Everyone knows about your privacy. Out e- there. Even in school, even in school, people care so much about gossip. This person's dating this person. Yeah. And when it comes to a celebrity, pff, man, that's you shouldn't have broke up with them. It's like you don't boom. fucking know what happened. I mean, on the first. streets, people calling you out like, "Why did you break up with so and so? What's your yeah. problem?" And people yeah. tend to like film a lot, like walk up to them and, and just film and just ask yeah. them questions. Yeah. And it's a bit like treat them like a human being. They are still a human being, mm-hmm. just because they're famous doesn't mean. Yeah. But in certain cases, filming is okay. Like, for instance, with, like, you know, police brutality or whatnot, uh-huh. you need to... There's evidence that needs to happen. Yeah. And these people need to be They're shown. They're 100%. You got, you got a film. But, that, but in that case, of someone who's just famous and you're just bothering them while they're getting a, you know, a cheese toastie, then <laughs> that's I mean? a different thing. Like, you're just trying to enjoy yourself. You're walking down the street, you're going shopping. And then, so, like... <laughs> Two people walk up to you with with cameras like, oh hey, what are you going to? What are you doing? Oh, just asking Mate, questions. Just let me. Eat my Why steak did you break up with so and so? You know, I heard I heard your mother passed away. What's up with that? You're oh like, god. come on, man. Oh like, my god. Just, what? You wouldn't Maybe. treat. I just I just don't think they would, they would treat people that they know. Like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. But then because people are famous, you know. Yeah. Just think, hey, everything's open to talk to. Let me just you. They they treat them a lot differently than they would treat. Someone else that they knew, like anyone that they knew not from TV, someone normal in their life. We're recording in, a, in a Andrew's basement right now. By the way. You know what? We should have brought the camera down here to take a few photos of just, you know, the grassroots. <laughs> it truly is oh, yeah. a mess. Oh, oh my oh, God. My God. God. It's all falling down. World War Three. <laughs> that was freaky. It was scary. <laughs> now you can see why it's curved like that. Uh, yeah, it's one of the hot pipes, uh, hot water pipes that's just kind of fell down. But you know, this is a uh, this is a proper it's live. <laughs> this is live. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. That's a washing machine, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we're surrounded by a whole bunch of crap. Yeah, we were talking about the other day, um, earlier actually about the fact that because over the weekend Andrew invited me to um 
an acting convention. An acting convention. Yeah. Uh, uh, surviving actors. Mm-hmm. And previously, before that, I had to record audio for a YouTube video that I was filming. And it was a voiceover, and I live in a place where there's is middle of London, so there's lots of cars and ambulances and people shouting oh, all the my time. Days. North all London, that's how Yep. So I had to record in my closet. My closet is really, really small, so I've got my knees tucked in, and then my the the like the the top of my neck is touching the rift, so I'm kind of like facing facing the facing my feet with my knees tucked into my chest and like hi guys welcome to this podcast it's <laughs> audio voice it's ridiculous but I know what that does for your voice because you're, you're like you're not you can't get that full mobility you can't really breathe properly it was your horrible. voice is a bit constrained no, as yeah. well because you're all tucked in it's a bit like hey guys <laughs> you yeah. just don't get the full <laughs> resonance of what you that's watch. what I wanted you know I wanted that awkward wheezy voice you know <laughs> I've got always aiming for that voiceover just sound like you're being strangled yeah exactly yeah. that emasculating voice that's what I wanted to prove in hey that, guys, in that just, fit. You know, this is me checking in right now guys this is my this is what, if you want to do a dumbbell curls because I'm doing a fitness <laughs> thing you know, that's how that's how you know that you know what you're talking about when you have that wheezy voice that's it See some butch man doing rumble curls yeah. in here. Okay, guys, cool. You see how my arm's doing this? <laughs> That's exactly what we're in. <laughs> That's the way it should be done now. Respect mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. I dig the Rubik's Cube on the table, by the way. Yeah. That's quite a cool touch. I can do a Rubik's Cube. Did you know that? You can? Yeah. You're joking. Yeah, I can do it. For real? Yeah. Well, we have one here. If only we had... You know what? I'm, I'm going to record it as well. Okay. There's, you know, something to go with this. Okay. Well, I mean... Record that, yeah, go for it. There we go, now we're live. Do you live want me do you want to mix it up so you know or is that okay for you? Do you know what? Yeah, you hold the camera and then I'll mix, mix it, it up, up a bit. I don't really know how to use the Rubik's Cube that well and, and you're gonna see. <laughs> We've got so many things going on. <laughs> Oh you know what, yeah. Is your laptop okay? Just kinda of screen turned off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're well all good, we're well all good. Just going on like a little rusty thing. But hey, this is this is where we're recording at the minute for the camera and for the audio people to go draw a, a visual picture for you. It's dusty, gravel on the floor. It's full of cobwebs and that carpet and random boxes all around. Do you around. know what? It's a vibe. Let's be honest. It's, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Do you know it's what? It's where you should start out. If you're not for out. it, then just you know where the door is. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Swapsies. Swapsies. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, I'll do white first. So, uh, just so I have something to talk to you guys about, it's kind of, I feel like I'm a, a Twitch streamer, I'm just running through a speedrun right now, but essentially, what you want to do uh, for a Rubik's Cube is get one colour side first. So if you're doing the white, if you're doing the white here, mm-hmm. then you want to get uh, also the cubes that match with that, uh, the sides that match with that. But I don't even get how, like... What? Cause nah, see, Ruby's cubes are some mess. Do you know what? I tried to teach my my ex this, and it was really hard. <laughs> it was very difficult because I think they they relate. Everyone relates a Rubik's cube to maths, and if they don't do typically well in school with maths, then they'll tend to shy away from that process. Mm-hmm. So this is probably really hard for them to learn. As you can see, I got this side, but at the same time, I got these colors around it. So the fa- the middle point of the Rubik's cube. Middle point of each face is what that color is going to be because that's the center cube and they'll never move. So white will always be opposite yellow, red will always be opposite orange, and blue will always be opposite yellow. Uh, green, blue will always be opposite green. So if you know that, you can kind of play around with that. So I'm going to speed up here and do this a bit faster. 
That's a madness though. Because the Rubik's Cube, I just look at the Rubik's Cube and I'm there like, yeah, cool, that's that's got me. You already get stretched. <laughs> mm-hmm. thinking about that. Did you see me moving it there? Like, I look like a child. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what I'm doing with it. Honestly, sometimes it's better to be um, a child because you don't overthink it. Yeah, you don't overthink it. Uh, I watched this guy on YouTube who does uh, puzzles quite a bit. And he was saying there was this typical, like, they have different things that they have for puzzles. So you can have like a, sometimes they'll have coffee cups. Mm-hmm. It's a puzzle. Sometimes they'll have headphones that are a puzzle. And this one was a little telephone. And it was told to be the only puzzle that no one's ever solved. But a seven-year-old is able to solve it in an hour. What? Because she wasn't overthinking the process yeah. of it. So Sweet. just, okay, how's this going to go? And then did it. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of a madness. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Right. Just need to get the corners in the right place. Where did you learn how to do a Rubik's Cube? Pretty <clears> interesting <throat> in there. Uh, online, actually. <laughs> just just on YouTube, because I was like, oh, yeah, I want to solve that. Uh, so I'm kind of the coward's way out, to be honest with you. No, no, fair enough. That's a good way to learn. I mean, yeah. no uh, one's around, who's going to teach you? Exactly. Exactly, right? And um, I had a lot of smart friends, but they all learned through online as well. And this is the last move right now. Boom, there you People go. that see that, that's a madness, right? That's actually just there a madness. I don't get that at all. So why did you learn it? That's actually a good question. My G. I don't even remember, bro. I don't remember. I did this, and then I did a 4x4. Four four. So it's a 3x3, three three, typical one that you usually see. Yeah. Um, 3x3x3, three by three by three, as you can see. And the one that's 4 will be 4x4x4. Four by four by four. Mm-hmm. And that one's a bit more complicated because there is no middle square. You okay. have to make the middle square. Yeah. But a 5x5x5 five by five by five will have a middle square. Yeah. Because obviously... It's a odd no, yeah. Odd exactly. Number. So yeah, that's how I know how to do a Rubik's Cube. That's a madness. What other t- um, talents do you have? <laughs> I think that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. What about you? Do you have any hidden talents that I don't know about? Uh, I don't know about hidden. I can flip, which is a pretty cool talent. Oh, yes. My man is a bendy boy, okay? Okay, <laughs> ladies, gentlemen, <laughs> flip boy in the house, okay? Flip boy in the house. <laughs> oh, I just did 17 backflips. Let me let me explain to you what just happened. Andrew just did 17 backflips in a silent in the basement. You can't see it or hear it or prove it, so that's fine by me. <laughs> but it happened in front of my eyes. But, uh, <laughs> I tell you, I always loved how to do um, flips and stuff. Flips have just always been amazing for me. Just what your body can do. I've, been, I've always been very interested in just that, seeing what it does. So I just also I love to do flips. I need to find a good place to do flips here in London, actually. I saw some videos of you doing it on Instagram. Yeah, that was me, just the park around the corner. Oh, really? It's a sick park. Nice secluded areas, because I don't like to do it in front of people. Because when people start watching and ask, oh, can you do it again? Oh, can you do that one before? I just want my own space to really just practice and and just enjoy. And also the, the added pressure of people watching you. Yeah, you feel like you're... You feel like you, you feel put off. You can't fully immerse yourself. You're fully like focused on it, because you're there like, oh, that person's watching. That person wants me to do something cool, but I'm just practicing. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not trying to care if people think of it, I think. Yeah. Especially for that kind of instance. But it's pretty cool you can do it. I've always wanted to be able to back for I had a really good friend, um, for when I used to live um uh back home in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And really, really great friend. He used to skateboard, he used to do flips all the time, and he was really athletic all the time. He used to run all the time. And I couldn't do most of that. <laughs> I, I mean, I was like the fitness guy who used to, you know, do lots of weights and know a lot about fitness. But he 
could do actual cool things like yeah. backflips or skateboarding. And I, I typically a lot of the time I was just filming with my phone and make like you know those like edits that you do when you're a kid if your mm-hmm. friends doing it. Um, but yeah, it was always something I wanted to learn, but I never did. Okay, that's very interesting. You're still not too late. Still not too late. You're yeah, still absolutely. young, man. Absolutely. I've been told I'm pretty flexible. Not by my mum, <laughs> but I've been told by other people. Oh, to be fair, you don't need to be flexible. Do flips. You need to understand rotation. True. Because yeah, actually, I'm I'm not too flexible. I can just about touch my toes. <laughs> and you can still. I can still backflip. I can still. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you know, there's one flip I really want to pick up again called a butterfly twist. Oh, a butterfly twist. Yeah. yeah. So if you think about like kung fu films, they do butterfly kicks. Now add a 360 onto that. And it's just beautiful. I used to, be able to do it so nicely and then I stopped for ages and now fear just conquers me when I do it. So is it the fear of like hurting yourself? Yeah, I, I think it is. The fear of like falling, which just makes me bail midway through and fall. Funny <laughs> <laughs> <What> enough. <laughs> so I'm just there like, because I, sometimes I really get myself in the zone. Like, okay, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then when I go off the ground, I'm like, shit! Just Did throw myself out of it. Have you hurt yourself before doing it? No. And I haven't, I have never like hurt myself. But also I used to practice on mats back in, back in my good old days. <laughs> Did you used to go to gymnastics? Yeah, I used to go to a gymnastics class. And then I went from there, I went to a, a parkour class. So that's kind of, they always had mats there, so I'd always practice as well, my parkour as well as my flips. So that's why I'd practice on some, some like nice thick mats, I'd practice just butterfly twist, and I could take it onto the grass after that. After I know I've got the basic rotation down. But now since it's been so long, I'm not sure if I still have that basic rotation. Even though I'm sometimes so close, it's painful. But it's just because it's I'm I'm used to I'm I'm used to um, a backwards rotation. I'm quite good at like backflips. That's why I do different variations of them. But the sideways rotation just throws me. So that's one thing I just need to need to just get back in my head about get get out of my head about back in my body because mm. my body knows what it's doing. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> did you do anything specific in gymnastics? So, for instance, did you do like? the rings or did you have a specific like movement you did or was it just floor for me it was just floor mainly just practicing flips and stuff because i really wanted to learn a backflip back in those days mm-hmm. and then from there once i learned it, i was like all right cool what else can i learn a wall flip so you know backflip of a wall and then um what's called a palm spin where you kind of put your palms on the wall and throw your whole body and like spin around it spin around one arm is that where you turn into a ceiling fan yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the side yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that kind of thing. That was a, I haven't done that in ages as well. It's another sideways rotation, which I'd be terrified to do now. Did anyone else in your friends group do it? No, I was the only one. People through gymnastics and parkour. Uh, well, I, I was the only one out of my friends group that went to gymnastics and parkour, and uh, well, they were all a lot older than me. My they usually are, aren't they? Yeah. They, they, yeah, they're usually like 20-year-old guys. Oh, so cool. Look at all these older exactly. guys. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true, because I started when I was like... Again, everything just fallen. Oh, my days. Okay. Like the roof was coming in. That Folks, was when this podcast ends, it will be the death of me and Andrew. That's when you know when the, uh, the end of this podcast will be. <laughs> it will just be screaming and then some non-copyright music at the end of it. You're going to hear, go, boom, boom. Do you know what? I see why it was hanging down before. I shouldn't have clipped it up. I should have just left it like that. So it didn't scare the shit out of us. Now, <laughs> where was it? <laughs> yeah, everyone, because I started like about almost 10 years ago now. Jesus, that's a long time. Almost 10 years ago. And then 
just yeah, that's why I practice solidly, just flips, 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 and parkour as well. And you just become so agile, which is amazing. Your reflexes are so good. Like even to this day, my reflexes are sick, which hey, I'm thankful about because that's one thing I just go. Because okay, they're not as swift as they used to be, and I can definitely feel that. I'm not as agile, not as you know, but they're still pretty good. But I want to get back into it just so I can get my agility back and my. My response to the world, you know, is if you slip, you catch yourself quite nicely. Now, if I slip, it's not graceful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll catch myself, but it's not graceful. I was the same with my friend who is a skateboarder. I remember one time, so in Inverness, on in top of Scotland, there's this walk from the main high street to the cinema. Mm-hmm. And my friend would, uh, my friend and me, instead of buying the bus ticket, would just walk the four or five minutes. Now, there'd be an underpass for uh, a bridge for, you know, for cars to go above and then below. Mm-hmm. So on the below bit, there was like two like runways kind of up that you're not meant yeah. to go. You're not meant to go up because you know it's dangerous. We're but slanted exactly or slanted. And my and my friend ran across that and he he fell and I saw him rolling down like I don't know how you'd explain it, like tumbleweed kind of. Thing, yeah. you know I could see him coming. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, an idiot! He fell over. And it looked, it looked, it didn't look like he was falling that fast because he's a skateboarder. He knows how to bail. Yeah. But his ankle landed on the bottom of rocks. So like they had like, you know, rocks that they'll put uh, in the ground. It kind of looks like, I don't know, make it look nice. Mm-hmm. But that ended up being his downfall, literally, Uh-oh. no pun intended. Yeah. And, and, uh. Because there's no stable ground. Yeah, he wasn't able to walk properly. So we just picked, me and my friend piggybacked him there we watched the entire film and then we walked all the way back and little did i know that his uh, then he came into school the next day and he had a cast on his face oh yeah i've sprained it it's like dude dude, we like walked like two hours (laughs) after you broke (laughs) your ankle ankle. oh my god that's nuts he's like it's cool bro you can sign it now just just walk it off it's fine just walk it off (laughs) yeah yeah. and he wanted to stay the night at my at my house after that oh your mom's such a buzzkill bro and she was like she was like, no, you need to come home. You've hurt your ankles. Like, oh, your mom's such a buzzkill, bro. But she was even, <laughs> I was like, fuck, bro, you actually... Like, <laughs> you really fucked up your oh ankle. Oh, my God. That's nuts. That's yeah. crazy. Do you know what? I've never, like, properly injured myself before. Huh? Well, I did fuck up my thumb, come to think of it one time. Which which thumb was it? It was this one here. So I can I can bend it, but only that far. As the other one can go all the way down. What did you do? To you know it? what? No, it's, oh, I'm getting slightly Ooh, more mobility. Look at that. That's beautiful, folks. Yeah, oh, a bit more Ooh. mobility with that. But it's, it's, I was trying... Um, there's this thing called a butterfly ki- uh, butterfly kip-up. So, oh, yeah, kip-up. Kip up. You know, kip-up where people doing martial arts with it. Yeah, ha, there you go. You know what it is. But yeah, so uh, just for the audience. Propeller. Propeller, but kip-up. Yeah, yeah, so you're lying on the floor and you propel your legs round. Like, I'm not sure clockwise or anti-clockwise. But yeah, and then you throw your whole body up and you land on your feet. So I did that. And then I tried doing a front flip straight after. So land and front flip. Bear in mind, I didn't know why I was this cocky, but I didn't know how to front flip at the time. <laughs> it just felt natural, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it just felt like, I can do this. So I tried. And then um, I I did it, but I, I, I did a front flip. Went all the way over, but I, I landed on my bum in my hands. But I landed badly on my thumb oh. so it kind of clicked back and I felt it and it felt horrible I remember the pain and this guy was like oh you were nearly there do it again <laughs> and I was still trying to catch my breath from the pain of just like cracking my thumb so I was like alright um, just give me two minutes I need to think it through because you don't think it's that bad when it happens it's not even like 
Sometimes it's not even about proving it to someone. It's just like, oh, fuck, it just, it hurts a little bit. But I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. And but then, then actually you're like, trying to move your thumb. And what, what, eight years later, you're still yeah, fucked up in your it's thumb? It's still like properly bent. I, I can't, I can't, um, can't bend it all the way. It's nuts. Mm. But I think that's the worst injury I've had since from doing parkour. I did it for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it ever properly felt. You Sometimes you'll see some mad <laughs> crashes or mad fails, <laughs> yeah. which was hilarious. Like, there's one dude, he used to do, like, wall flips all the time. And, you're like, he, he was good at it. He was, he was decently, yeah, decently good at it. I don't know, one time it just went wrong. Well, he bailed midway through, which just fucked him. So he went to do a backflip. Midway, th- uh, wall flip even, midway through, he just, I didn't know, his whole body was like, fuck it. So he tried spinning round. <laughs> like he's then, flailing. Yeah, flailing like, in the air, yeah. spinning around, and landed like, right on the back of his neck. And like, his oh, whole body no. just went, just like, you know, collapses in. Where oh, it goes, no, 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 <laughs> It no. was awful to watch. Do you, but... ever watch do you ever play skate? The games? Uh-huh, I played the demo it's like, of it. It's like when you bail. <laughs> and it's just you like that. In... Oh. Yeah, oh my God. I it's never... true. Like, I think, you know, just committing to it can really just take you a lot further. Yeah. But that fear is so loud. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah, you're like, yeah, you just hear, yeah. no, in your head. You just yeah. got to jump out of it. Yeah. Yo, it's a madness. Yeah. I mean, I, I've like... never hurt myself to, like, I'm probably, like, apart from, like, you know, falling over as a kid when you're running about. Oh, I used to do that all the time. I've got scars all over my knees yeah, and over, shins for that. But I remember one time when I was at school, we went to Spain for class trip. They had a swimming pool. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had a swimming pool. It wasn't very luxurious, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> uh, our school is part of a community, like a small community. They have their own money and stuff like that. Kind of like a hippie commune kind of thing is the only way you really describe it. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of raised around them. It was pretty awesome. But they had their own community in Spain uh-huh. where they literally don't have any money. They just trade between them or each other. And then that's what we're in. We're in that community. There was one time where they made a lot of paella for each other. It was this big, massive cauldron full of paella that everyone just kind of had one day. Uh, but essentially, one time they had a, they have a swimming pool. Yeah. And uh, my friend, skateboarder, was doing flips, showing off, and we we're doing like weird shit. We we're just trying to like do a jump in, but look like we we're like really like. <laughs> unwell like uh-huh. just jumping in being spastic and stuff like yeah so at one point I was like okay I'm going to be awesome with this and try and front flip and there was a couple other Spanish kids there and I don't think I was trying to show off I was trying to prove to myself that I could do it I did a front flip and I thought executed pretty well felt pretty good didn't do anything but it's just before I landed I heard oh and I was like Uh-oh. what happened so I got up and they were like, yeah, probably don't ever do that again. You nearly hit your head on that. Oh my God. Apparently I was centimetres away, like just a, a, about a centimetre away from smacking my head against the concrete. And yeah. I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that. So yeah, that, that kind of scared me into doing I mean, I can't do a front, I can barely do a front flip on like a trampoline with, I can't land on my feet. I yeah. don't know, it's just not the... Front flips are scary though. Yeah. I find them scarier than back flips. Really? Yeah. I find them harder to do. I've heard that. I have heard that, but I don't understand why everyone finds it so difficult compared. Because I, I for me, I'd imagine you're seeing where you're going, but for a backflip, you have to look behind you and you can't really see. Is it because you see your feet quicker? Is that mm-hmm. why? I don't. Well, I found with a backflip, when you throw yourself back, like if you can commit to it, you, you just get around so much easier. Like it, it's. But but doing a front flip, you're literally hurling your head at the ground, and your whole okay. force is going like down almost. Instead of a backflip, your whole force is going up, like up, up and, and back. back. But 
getting yourself in a mindset of going because usually when you do a front flip, you 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 throw your head down, so usually mm-hmm. your the whole force goes down as well. Now getting into up and down, uh, up and like forward is hard, and that's the scary thing about it because you just and it's so easy to land on your back. Like once you get once you get past your head on the backflip, you can put your hands out, you can catch yourself anywhere, and you can learn easily from there. But front flip, once you get past your head, it's your back. You can't really catch yourself behind or anything. So <laughs> the only person who's got your back is your back. Yeah, that's literally. That. So your back's just gonna go boom on the floor, just bang, mm. and get winded. So that's always one thing that's just thrown me off. So front flip, I still can't do. I'm still too scared to do it. <laughs> I don't blame you. It does sound pretty intense. It's weird. Like I remember even back at uh, parkour class before I was learning a backflip, I was learning what's called um, a loser, which is uh, before I learned a front flip. Sorry, I was try- trying to learn what was called a loser, where you front flip but move backwards. You so, front flip but move backward. Oh, okay. Right, so your momentum's still forward but also backwards. Yeah, the same so thing? like I'd... I'd do you say if I'm standing where you are, I'd front flip facing that way and land like over here or something. Do you need a partner for that? No, you can do it by yourself. But someone usually at the beginning would... Um, yeah, I'd do it like, onto mats. Yeah, okay. So I'd land onto mats quite nicely. And like from mats that are high up onto onto like a, a really soft mat. So giving you the real space to get the rotation. I don't know why I was trying to learn that before I even knew how to do a front flip. It doesn't actually make sense. And I was trying to do it off of a wall as well. <laughs> Kick off a wall and front flip. Which, again, is difficult. Because <laughs> if you'd use that, if momentum was your issue, right? But, mm-hmm. but, issue, but momentum wasn't your issue. It was it's fear. Fear and also, fear. I just don't know how to front flip. My, yeah. my body is not comfortable with that rotation just yet. Comfortable enough to do it off a wall and do it backwards. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I like to... If I'm learning a flip, I'll drill it till it's second nature. Till like I can literally just do it like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then from there you can add variations to it. But just not knowing it at all, not a place to start from. No, 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 no. That's like not being able to swim, but then just trying to swim with sharks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ, bro. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make much sense at all. Oh my god. How long are we in so far? Oh damn, half an hour. Yeah, we're doing alright. Yeah, doing good, doing quite nicely. Yeah, bro. Yeah. What are the topics you want to jump on? I don't know. I mean, that's kind of why we're here. We don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. that, that's, I think, one of our main ideas that we tried to jump on was... Uh, find our sound. Find, find our topic. Hi, guys. Welcome to our ASMR podcast. Today, we're going to try something a little different. Oh, you like that, don't you? <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this earlier, and we are saying... Andrew asked me, is ASMR some kind of, like... Sexual thing. A sexual thing. And I was like, it can be. Because I think he didn't even know. He was listening to ASMR before I told him he was. Like, mm-hmm. I listened to Rain because it's just something that I used to really fall asleep to when I was driving, when my parents were driving in the car. I used to mm. fall asleep to Rain. I listened to, like, fan sounds on my Fan phone sounds, yeah. To put me to sleep. Because, yeah, sometimes when the fans are on like, consistent... I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, I saw a fan in your room. Why don't you get an actual <laughs> fan? I don't... Like, it, is it just too cold? Is that what it is? Sometimes, yeah. That's why I find it gets a bit chilly. Like, I remember one time I, I tried it, like, a couple... This was, yeah, a month ago or a few weeks ago. And, man, it got cold. But it's just so strange, though. Like, I remember I got my other friend. I was saying, oh, yeah, I listened to Rain, and he was having trouble sleeping, so he started mm-hmm. listening to that as well. And he ha- he lives in the attic of his house, yeah. and it's one of those with the windows. In a slanted house, the windows are at the side, and you can oh, kind, of, okay. uh, kind of have a fold-open one. Yeah, that's on a hinge. He must hear Rain so quite clearly, though. 
Yeah, he heard it really clear. So one night, so he just listened to it on his phone, but one night it was raining really loud and he was like, oh, it's raining right now. And then he goes on his phone and then goes onto the YouTube video and then presses play and he's like, why am I doing this? Yeah. There's actual rain right now. Because <laughs> sometimes you just want the artificial thing. Yeah. It's so strange, isn't it? But yeah, in anyway, ASMR, I mean, there's different, uh, obviously different people are just, you know, at their mics just speaking really softly who are live streamers or whatnot. Mm. And I think sometimes if they just hear more... Just about anything in particular? Can it be educational as well? You can listen to like a, a book while you sleep by an ASMR? You can't. Or... I mean, I think... Even audiobooks could even probably be considered ASMR, right? If someone's guess, being really... Yeah. If you have, like, you know, um, Stephen Fry just reading, reading you a bedtime story, yeah, right? I think there's reading a Stephen a bed- Fry one in Headspace, the mm-hmm. app, where he reads you a bedtime story. Yeah. yeah. But I'm pretty sure I tried that recently. Or it was some guy. But I think... I'm pretty sure it was Stephen Fry. I'm pretty sure he's on Headspace. I've saw some ads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, even... But I think sometimes it's just... Some things are just... Yeah. They, they, they teeter on the edge of, like... Mm, that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, and for instance, I was talking about the mukbang that yeah. we have here, which is, I uh, don't know specifically, but I heard that it was to connect Korean families. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but mm-hmm. that's what the original tradition was. And then America took that and made mukbang videos. A lot of people eating these big trough gauntlets of food. And it's, for me, I'm physically, I'm just, I'm really disgusted by it, by the fact of someone eating that much. I, I saw this one of this uh, of this woman eating this, probably this this lobster that was just full of different, like just pumped through of different uh, shit. It was just filled so much that the fact the thing it managed to expand, it was like four or five times the usual size of a lobster. Yeah. And she was just eating it raw, it was slurping and everything. I was just really grossed out by it. Really, yeah. Yeah. And even the pasta thing I was telling you, the uh, spaghetti no, thing spaghetti. I was telling Yeah, people would... Oh, man, it get... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> I have to edit this later. You know that, right? I have to edit this later. You're going to love hearing that. <laughs> I'm going to love hearing that. But yeah, it's a bit... Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I kind of tried to get away with last year of trying to get away with not listening to rain anymore because mm-hmm. I was relying on that to go to sleep. Yeah. Sometimes I just couldn't really sleep with Without the quiet. Anything, yeah. With the quiet. Mm-hmm. So I felt like when you do that, there's a sense to me that you're trying to drown out something that's in your head. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that I've managed to realize that helps me get over that hurdle of saying, okay, there's something we need to face and let's just sit here and try and figure it out. Some nights I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll just go with the flow and I'll actually just end up putting on the, the rain, but sometimes I just try and like to drain it out and see what mm-hmm. happens. Okay. Yeah. Some of your, that's interesting because I've, I've always been like in and out while I struggle to sleep here and there like quite a bit. I'm up for hours and I'm in that period right now where I struggle to sleep. So I always find it just trying to find the right thing like i even have a ca- caffeine curfew at the minute yeah so, me too but i only have only have tea but the same thing okay yeah yeah, yeah still got caffeine in so I, like my caffeine curfew is like around two o'clock because they say even eight hours later still a lot of it's in your system so two o'clock you know 10 2 p.m wow mm-hmm. see because i'll fast till 2 p.m so that'll be my first meal okay yeah. see i sometimes fast till 2 p.m as well yeah or maybe yeah. even like five sometimes i might have one meal a day yeah yeah it's bad sometimes <laughs> but i'm on this um smoothie thing nowadays where every morning for breakfast i have a smoothie so that that one's actually 
doing quite well right now. Like, even yesterday, I felt just... I had so much energy. And my skin's feeling better. You look no, it's looking good, bro. It's looking, yeah, I'm looking damn near yeah, beautiful. Oh my god! Oh my video, god! Only you, know you can see. I think you guys can hear how beautiful he is, and then that's as much as you need. Okay. Just picture that face. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's working wonders. I put loads of just straight fruit and veg. Keep it clean. Mm-hmm. Anything. I just yeah, just feel good. I feel like I got more energy. Like even I even ran for the train recently, which. Sometimes will make me puffed out, but this time around, I got there. I was like, "Whoa, I might do that again." That was easy. That's interesting. I mean, not to like sh- shun you out, but you also smoke as well. So, yeah. like, that means that that's doing you wonders. Exactly. Well. Like, I didn't because yeah, I didn't know that that food made such an impact as if it does. Like, I'm less fatigued now. I don't feel sluggish. Now, if I count the smoking as well. Bro, I could probably dash out Dude. 10k tomorrow. Do I hear Goku? <laughs> that's all I'm saying, man. Goku, cold showers, saying. no fap. You're ready, bro. Yeah, like, that's it. that. Cold showers, well, I take one this morning. I'll take one every morning. Oh, really? Yeah. You, the whole way through, or? Now, I've thought about that, but yeah. I don't enjoy that as much just because... That's just painful. <laughs> yeah, why would you do that <laughs> to yourself? I can't focus on washing myself. I'm like, shit, it's cold. I think... I think it's... Um, for me personally, what I'll do is my shower goes to, it can go beyond 40 degrees, mm-hmm. but you can put it beyond that. So I go to 30 degrees and then I'll wash myself, uh, put on my um, facial scrubber and then I'll uh, wash that off and then put on a cold blast and I'll be there for about a minute, minute and a half. Um, and my main goal is to blow up. My main goal is to, <laughs> my main goal is to, be able to breathe more shallow. Yeah. Because I think typically when you jump in the shower, you're... <laughs> you feel like you're going to pass out. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then I think once you do more and more cold showers, you breathe deeper. Because a lot of people I meet, they don't know how to breathe deeply. And even when I'm hanging around partners and, you know, we're just lying down and we're and we're just relaxing there, I can, I can feel that they're not breathing deep. Yeah, the line when you can feel the shallow. <laughs> and that's oh, how the anxiety... I think that's how a lot of anxiety... Builds. Mm-hmm. It's a Wim Hof. It's Wim Hof technique. Wim Hof, yeah, yeah, yeah. my Super, guy. Superman, represent, oh, represent. the Ice Man, the Ice yeah, Man, the yeah, he's Superman as well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> does that breathing technique as well, doesn't he? Uh, like thirty seconds of just solid in out in out in out deep breaths, and then like two minute holding. That's what he did for uh, when he went under the ice. Really? When he went swimming in, in, I think it was Antarctic. Something like that. He's, yeah. he's insane. It's and the amazing coldest temperatures. And I think he was saying, he was talking about it and he said he had a rope attached to him because they had to chip out the ice in one part, one part, and then chip out the other part, and chip out the other uh, exit hole. So While underwater? From... No, no, no. So some people uh, did this prior, yeah, yeah. right? So they cut out uh, point A, and then they'll cut out point B, and mm. he has to travel from A to B. So he's in there, as you say, he's doing his breath, and he's, he's, his lower torso is underneath. He's just breathing, you know, short breaths, and then he holds. And then he was saying once he was under there, and he couldn't find the exit hole because everything looks the same when you're yeah, underneath there. That's exactly so what he was thinking. like, "Oh my days!" So as he knew it was like, I think he knew it was like eight strokes. I think he either overshot it or not. I think he overshot it, and he was like, "Oh," so he went a little bit left, and he couldn't find it. He went a little bit right, and he couldn't find it. And usually, most people would like start panicking or yeah, passing out. Yeah, it's easy to lose it. Mm-hmm. And he knew that would fuck him up even more but he knew in his mind that I think he said that he wasn't afraid of death at that point he mm-hmm. didn't fear it but that's how he even got on to that kind of mentality that kind of way of training is because his wife died and then he had to figure out a way to survive and said the ice is what saved him 
Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, yeah, the ice is what saved him, so... Because he is a pretty amazing man. It's pretty. I think he also climbed... Uh, I don't know what he climbed. I don't want to say Everest, because I don't want to put him in, like... Yeah. You know, I don't want people to have that too much of a high expectation, but he did climb a mountain in shorts. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Just, yeah. just shorts alone, no t-shirt, yeah. and nothing. Barefoot yeah. as well, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, and he was it's talking... Wild. Yeah, I saw a... I went to Tony Robbins uh, seminar a couple of years back. They didn't have him here. And he's a power within, or mm-hmm. exactly UPW, yeah. UPW, yeah. And he had we didn't have him there, but he did a video of him at another event. He was talking about that system, and he was saying, you know, when you're climbing it and you you put your foot up, and he's like, oh my fucking calf, so sore, it's so mm-hmm. painful. He says if you breathe deep, the pain goes away. Uh-huh. And he can focus on his breathing. His breathing is what leads him through the pain isn't there. It's like meditation. Yeah. When you breathe, you you, you don't necessarily drown out the thoughts. They're still there, but it gives you something else to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, it also just relaxes you quite a bit as well. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. You know what? I should get back into meditating. Because I've, I've only just got back into my, my cold showers again. Because mm. it takes like one one to three minutes. It depends. But yeah, just solid cold showers. I just need to get back into meditating too. For that, my morning schedule and then bang. I do, I do it both. I'll do a cold shower, then jump right into meditation. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, it kind of, the cold shower, that's the best thing about it. When you're, when you're there and you're under the cold water, try and think about anything else but trying to keep, get I warm. Sing. You do it also? Yeah, oh, music, i got the music playing. So I rap along or sing along to it. Do you and do I, use this, the, the, I use the shower head as a mic sometimes, so I'm like wrapping into it, it's just on my face. With the cold shower, yeah. Yeah. yeah but I mean, try and think about your... all the way off, and I'm just wrapping into it. But try and think about your problems, that's my main point. Try and think about your problems okay. when that happens, because you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't because of the cold water, it's, it's taking over your body, it's controlling you, and that's what it is. It's kind of like a, a great way to start the morning, because it's your first challenge of the morning. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Just turning the water cold. It is a huge challenge, and overcoming that starts you nicely for the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really Plus, it's just got so many different um, benefits for you. Like, I know there's like it's good for your mood, good for your circulation, good for your muscles. Yeah, yeah good Recovery, for your muscles. Yeah. Uh, there's even someone that said it might help with uh, weight loss as well. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I read that. I was like, okay, that's interesting. I read an article, it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> <I hate it>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> articles these days, man, there's way too many. I think I think what I hate most about like some articles, like you know, health benefits stuff, is that they always say, this thing, make, this thing causes cancer, mm-hmm. but that is such a vague implement, because there's yeah. many cancers. So many different cancers. And what... What in Which particular type of cancer, and what specifically does it cause? Mm-hmm. What like what specific like thing in it causes the cancer, and at the same time, fucking living is what causes cancer as well. Like just like I mean, <laughs> breathing, existing also it can cause cancer because you exist. Therefore, you may be able to have cancer. So it's such a vague thing. Yeah, and I don't like it because it kind of a lot of people say when it when it causes cancer, it cuts out the factor that it, that you can argue against it. Mm-hmm. I don't like that about these arguments that people have about benefits because of me, when I do it in the bodybuilding and powerlifting uh, fitness industry, in yeah. that sense, there's so much... You can find something that someone completely agrees with and then yeah. someone completely Disagree disagrees with. with. And they're the both correct yeah. because it works for them. And I think for me, proper research is what can help me figure out and or teach to others 
what is factual and and not. It's true. Like it's true. Like because um, you got to be experimental about it as well. Because you got to find you got to tailor stuff to your your specific body. So well, not everything will work for Adam, Jeffrey, Lucy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, specific specifically male and female is very different. And obviously, when I started working out, I'm a guy, so I worked out with a lot of other guys, and. I think my knowledge of trying to, because I'm trying to get a, I want to become a personal trainer, but I think mm-hmm. understanding that body, that female bodies are very different because the time of month can also add on weight. It can uh, mess with the hormones. Obviously, yeah. it does. That's what it's all about. It's it's uh, flushing out the body. Yeah, yeah. Then you can add on weight. That's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, even, you know, a change of diet can be a change in the time of the month and mm-hmm. everything. So. It's so, so depending on the specific time of month, would it would work better, or you know? It's so complex, and I yeah. don't understand it. Even, but one thing I find really interesting that I figured out recently again, not hundred percent factual. This was this is what I found online, and people were saying, but they said that women typically can handle more weight when it comes to a lower lower body exercise, so they recover a lot quickly a lot more quickly their their recovery time is faster and their endurance is better they can't necessarily lift as much as men mm-hmm. in the lower body but their endurance and the recovery time is better but for instance when i do legs now that i'm speaking for all men but when i do legs my legs i can't do that many exercises of say i could do on upper body for chest mm-hmm. my, i'll only probably do a squat and then remaining deadlifts and then um, leg extensions and then that's it Okay, Whereas yeah, yeah. girls could do five, sometimes six exercises and still be fine to go and train legs in like two or three days. So the recovery time's so much quicker. But I think that also has to do with um, maybe um, you know, a lower center of gravity style. No, no, more like in the sense of uh, I can't remember the word that you use. Forgotten the word now. But <laughs> more like uh, the time of the month can help them in that fertility. Uh, That's it. The fertility. Okay. fertility uh, and, and um. Menstruation. Yeah, I think is what uh, it could possibly do that with the kind of like the big hips that you need to like. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too um, caveman right now. But <laughs> that, that's... Nah, you're exploring it. That's quite. That's, that's quite. It's quite interesting because I had no idea about any of that at all. That's very very interesting. So, that was open minds as well. Yeah, I think when you're a when you're a coach, you have to take all these things into consideration because um um. Yeah, 100%. You might have a female yeah. Um, client. Yeah. And you need to know how to work for their body as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of people from... Because not the... one size fits all kind exactly, of thing at yeah. all. Yeah, I think that's kind of how personal training used to be like viewed. You just work out like crazy and then that's it. It's a cookie cutter program is what they call mm-hmm. it. Someone mm-hmm. who... People who are suckers and they just want to lose weight and they're like, this is the way how you get abs. But people like say... You know, if I want to lose abs, just to, I want to lose fat, just some abs, just so I can get that six pack. You can't specifically hone in on a body part yeah. and say I want to lose body fat. There, it's a whole <laughs> thing because when you lose weight, it's in your face, it's in your, yeah, it's in your, it's, it's in your chest, it's in your ass, it's everywhere. And typically, the last place to go is your gluteus, mm. your glutes, because oh, really? because yeah. they are the biggest muscle. Uh, so, for instance, in bodybuilding, if you're cutting down, they always say. Are your glutes shredded yet? So if you've got shredded glutes, that means that you're ready for your uh, bodybuilding show, because mm. that means you've got those striations. Mm. It's very rare when you see that. It's like proper bodybuilding is the striations on the glutes. Um, but yeah, that's the last thing to cut down is the glutes because that's when you're cutting that. really, really hard. I've got so, pre-toned glutes, but 
Not like mad. You've got striations, do you know what I mean? Nah, like, not like that. Looks like, look, not looks like, like chopped ham. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I got a bit of shape to mine. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of I'd course. prefer it that way. <laughs> of course, yeah. of course. No, but uh, I think when people typically say, I just want to lose weight on one specific part, that kind of angers me because I just want to be like, no, it's not how it works and people are going to take advantage of you because of that. Because yeah. people can say, this is the only way to. This but I also feel like with the media in that it's made made um how we view ourselves so superficial. You say like I need to have a six pack, I need to have big arms, just so I can look good out there, and then people look at me and say, "Hey, you look nice," and stuff like that. So that that's where I think people are getting a bit messed up and about about fitness and that because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, if you have a six pack, you're more attractive. I just need a six pack. Fuck everything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think one fitness coach said um, it very well. So the day you start, I mean, for typically for someone who's a lifter quite um, frequently, typically the day you start lifting is the day you become small. Mm. What he means by that is the day that you pick up the weight, the day you're going to look at yourself in the mirror, the day that you're going to say, okay, maybe I can add some bit here, add some bit here, maybe I can add a bit more. And you're never satisfied. Mm-hmm. You always want to be bigger. You always want to have. You always have a lot of bo- a little bit of body dysmorphia. You could always be better. Yeah. Because even though you're like, oh, I'm huge in my arms, but my traps are, my traps are small, or my my quads pecs, are, um, my pecs aren't quite there. Yeah. And then that one, that one, when that catches up, you're like, oh fuck, now now my now my other part is lacking. So you're always trying to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. That's actually, quite like, interesting. Yeah. I had someone like that recently, like. I'm usually, yeah, usually looking in the mirror, I'm like, hey, my body's looking all right. You know, looking nice and toned. But when I, was, I went back home to Canterbury with my family recently, and uh, we had some weights there, so I thought, fuck it, let me just do some weights while I'm here. And then that's when I was like, oh, gosh, you know what? My pecs need some work. Let me try that out. You know, let me make sure my deltoids are looking good and all this. And, oh, my back just needs some extra. Yeah, such yeah, and such. yeah. And it's just, yeah, now, now, now that's why I'm like, all right, now I look small. Yeah, now you're like, now it's you're true. like, as soon as you pick that weight, that's it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you're analyzing. I, the mi- I was facing, there was a mirror there as well. Like, I'm facing the mirror while I was working out. So it's like, man, is that all? You know, my, my pecs are nowhere near. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it just hits you with like a ton of bricks. Unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And then you just, then you just, then you just like. Gorgeous. But that's the thing. <laughs> Dude, the guy looked fucking awesome, bro. He did. Because <laughs> he that's. He was huge. He was huge. And, and I think that's the thing is he was. He was really smart as well. He did uh, certain things like I think a lot of bodybuilders did it back in the day. But they would have, they would do ballet uh-huh, to get the, the core. No, no, no to to work on the poses because it's like a it's a routine. Oh, right? It's a sports sure routine. Could, yeah. So they want to they want to there's certain things called like uh, you want to hold the pose because every time when you're on stage you're flexing your legs and you're flexing your core all the way through it. Even when they say relax, you still need to flex your core and your legs. Uh-huh. So it's about keeping it tight throughout. When you start off, you're like, oh my god, this is hard. This is so difficult. My friend's done it before. I recorded this show and then. The amount of people who, who went on there and they didn't have a coach and, and then they said relax, it's like these guts would just come out, you know? <laughs> so they didn't practice it. It's about yeah. keeping it tight so you can practice how that works. But he would do ballet and things like that and even he would try and psych out other people. So before the show, you'd have a weights room and everyone would... Uh, you'd be working out. You'd be, you'd be pumping up. You'd be pumping up for the show. Just light lightweights, you know, resistance to, to get the blood flowing and yeah. before you go. Sometimes you would have a bit of like sugar just to get the... Uh, the um, Glucose in there and whatnot. Yeah. Um, don't know, sorry, chemical, but screw that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he would psych people out. He would psych people out. So they'd be like, 
one other guy would be if he left him. He's like, "Come on, man, come on, a few more. You got it, you got it." He's like, "Arnold, come on, I'm trying to concentrate right now," and he's just totally trying to psych him out. Like some dude picks up the weight and he's like, "Is that it? Wow. Is that it, bro? Is that all you're gonna do? Like, come on, your arm's looking a bit smaller, bro." He's like, "Dude, we're literally gonna go and show fuck off, you know." <laughs> So, so they stop on stage like, I'm looking smaller. Oh, you're like, oh shit. shit. No, okay, no, I'm doing this again, yeah. So, um... Really put you, really, you in your head. Yeah, that's it. Put you in your head. Yeah. Getting people in their heads that you're really going to do. Yeah, Short dude, that's what you want to do. Oh, snap, we're nearly an hour. Fuck, bro. Do I keep going? Well, it's 3.30 now. It's 3.35. What are you thinking? Shit. I got I got ahead off around quarter to four. Quarter past four, I take I was that. Like, oh my past. god, Jesus wow. Christ. No, no, no. <laughs> right, we're going to end this episode here, folks. Thank you for tuning in to our first episode of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Untitled name. name right? Yeah, yeah you'll working see the, title. Good yeah, name. Working title podcast. You shout out your socials as well, just in case. What socials? What socials? I've got a YouTube channel that'll be linked in the. Uh, the uh, notes and an Instagram that you could follow. Oh, uh, that'll be linked. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. That's how that's how professional. Okay, I'll try my best. Linked in the bio, you know, LinkedIn check out the description yeah. afterwards, there'll be some show notes in there. ASMR, <laughs> my ASMR series folks, follow it now. <laughs> I'm on episode five hundred and sixty six. Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you go to bed every night. Every night. Hope yeah. you wanna show um, yourself. Gosh, uh, I did have a YouTube channel. Stuff when I was practicing my flips like ten years ago. Mm-hmm, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you don't need to check that out. We can check. You can find me on Instagram. My name is Andrew Gitchi. Ooh, <clears throat> Andrew Gitchigi. Gitchigi. Spelled G I C H I G I. Link in show notes. Link in show notes. Check me out. Thank you for joining.